good day, friends. This is the Inquisitor, Dr. Tanya Renee Lee, your host for today. And I want to talk about spiritual matters today. I read a book, and it was an examination and discussion of the Driscoll essay. It's what I walked away with. I had to analyze it in a class I had in graduate school. And I want to talk to you first and give you a brief quote by Greg Laurie written in Essentials. You see, it's all in how you look at things. Some people look at life in this world and say, God is nowhere. But others look at the same scene and see the reality that God is now here. Think about that. I'm sure you can figure that one out, the puzzle. As a believer, the view of creationism is the most literal term subscribed to. Historic creationism is in line with my belief system for many reasons. What enables this view is living in the spirit, which is based upon faith. Sight says no. Faith says yes. Walking by faith may seem perplexing to some. However, the essence of following something not seen stems from a belief which coincides with faith. Much debate and argument has centered on the creation of the universe and the age of the earth. Whether stated by creationist theorists or atheist theorists, knowing what certainty is, is implausible to me. No human arguably can really know. How would actually knowing impact an individual? The question arises to relevancy. Is there any? Well, according to Genesis 1 through 11, the old world view is possible. But is this also probable? Perhaps the answer is provided in Genesis 1, 1 through 3. Reading from the Maxwell Leadership Bible, the scripture reads as follows. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was out without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. These, cre these scriptures seem to be supportive of the old earth viewpoint. Could God have created the universe through evolutionary means and methods? As God is sovereign, anything is possible and probable. God arguably wants us to investigate. As it is written, seek, and you shall find. Holding the views of spouse requires continual faith, study, and examination. Driscoll posits the idea that God may have created the earth over an extended period of time. Driscoll further advances the theory that the literal version of the sixth day of creation turns specifically to the creation of mankind. Uncertainty abounds in terms of the age of human life. Again, why is it relevant? An argument can be made that faith invokes belief, whereas sight casts doubt. Can faith be measured, some say? Faith arguably is immeasurable. 
A Christian's faith is often expressed in terms of what God is capable of. According to Driscoll, this encompasses everything. Vision is not needed when the embodiment of knowledge and wisdom granted by a sovereign God is at rest in the believer. A contention can be made of a nexus to the point of the Spirit of God, being born out of the Spirit of person, which springs forth from the Spirit of the Creator. The human spirit, therefore, is not and cannot be based on logic. Earthly logic is in direct conflict of the free nature and gift granted by God to mankind to make choices, mistakes, and repent. Driscoll advises the conflict centering on Christianity as science and not, is not an issue of atheism, but is problematic as no room for debate and examination is allowed. The contention could be made that the atheist does in fact believe in something. But what is it? If as the atheist advises there is no room for God, then arguably the atheist must know what existed and how it was formed. To coin a phrase espoused by one of my, my undergraduate history professors, Dr. Jerry Robeson, he said to know what is, is to know what isn't. Why can't or won't atheism allow discussion and examination? Could it be the believers espousing these views know with certainty what it is? Is the earth and human purpose all a game of chance? God requires us to work, seek, find, and worship him. Arguably, then, examination of these issues is a mandate from God in adhering to his will, in seeking affirmation who is the best and most reliable source. To the believer, it is God. As questions are continual, the best methods are discussion and examination. Wilson sums up the essence of finding clues and information pertaining to the word of God and asserts, you and I are builders. We do, we do not create the material with which we build, nor do we in the final analysis create the plan, but we are responsible for the use we make of available material and for the way in which we cooperate in the divine plan for our life. We should go to the architect for guidance and direction. We should go to God. I want to leave you with the sources for this discussion today. If you would like to read it further, you could read a book by Mark Driscoll called What are the Various Views on Creation? Creation, God Makes. You can also look to Greg Laurie, Essentials, and John C. Maxwell, The Maxwell Leadership Bible, Lessons and Leadership from the Word of God. Jerry Roberson is still teaching at University of Central Oklahoma. You can write to him. And you can also look at Ernest Wilson, who wrote The Great Physician. I hope this message has been a blessing to you today. We don't know what all of today will entail. And we certainly don't know what holds our future for tomorrow. But while we can, we need to get a give a commitment to God, commit our lives to God, and serve Him in spirit and in truth. I hope this has been a blessing to you today. God bless you and keep you. And I hope that you will return until we meet again. Know that God loves you. <laughs>